listening to Downworlder Dish, a Shadowhunter Chronicles podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 41, where we will be discussing chapter four of City of Glass, Daylighter. I'm Kristen. I'm Robin. And I'm Amanda. What, what? Does it just piss you guys off knowing Daylighter? That means this entire chapter is going to be about Simon. Are you just like mad from the get? <laughs> Can't really. That's only you. <laughs> In the entire world. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Okay, fine. Oh my goodness. I found a Reddit thread or group. I don't I don't really I'm new to Reddit. I'm a baby Redditor. I don't know how it really works. Boomer. But I yeah, <laughs> I, I joined the, the group or whatever and it's a Shadow Hunters one and That's they discuss cool. like books, movies, TV show, the whole nine yards, right? I said movies, but there was only one. Okay. Um and so it's been fun to kind of like see other people's reactions and like their opinions and stuff and I'm like oh I'm not the only one it's been fun to kind of yeah creep in there and and have a forum I'm sad that I can't join you yet not yet it's gonna soon. be a while soon oh, I hope soon <laughs> yeah that's fun yeah I, I I I did drop a shameless plug in there because uh, you know kind of have to did anyone respond is that how it works? No, no, okay. I don't. No one commented on it, so okay, like, yeah, whatever. I mean, it was within another thread of like a conversation. Okay. Like I had answered a question and then threw it in there, right? To as to not be too forward, right? I was I was doing the soft sell, not the hard sell. Always been interesting. <laughs> Coffee's for closers. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, but yeah, hey, you guys should like tell your friends. Like, if you enjoy the podcast, like. Tell a friend. Phone a friend. Phone a friend. Help us out. Get the word out, man. Send them a tweet. Yeah. Because I doubt phoning is a thing anymore. Yes, it is. Nobody wants to text. Yes, everyone wants to text. Everyone wants to text. It is literally only you. Yeah. No, not into it. That's a no for me, dog. But yeah, we are almost at 10,000 downloads. I'm so excited. Yeah, it's really exciting. It's and it's crazy. I know that we've said it before, but it's so crazy to look at the map of like where people are listening. I'm just like, dude, so fucking cool. So when I when we first started this, I didn't know much about the Shadowhunters series mm-hmm. or anything. And um, I have a good friend that does podcasts. He's had a couple so far. And he was like, what's your podcast going to be about? Because I was telling him, of course, and asking him for tips mm-hmm. and things like that. And the first thing he told me, which I know I told you guys, is throw away your first four episodes. They're going to suck. Which we totally did. <laughs> Thank yeah. you, Stuart. They did. Yeah. <laughs> but um, he asked me what it was about. And I told him Shadowhunters. He's like, oh, you guys are going to do really well. And I'm like, how do you know? And I don't know. You're a 40-year-old man. Like, <laughs> I thought I was cool. I'm not at all. He's so much cooler than me. <laughs> Shadowhunters, like, the whole, I noticed, it's kind of having a glow up. I was talking to Kristen, Mm -hmm. I was listening to Queen of Air and Darkness. Yes. I always want to say Lady of Midnight, and that is not correct. No. Opposite. Yeah. Anyway, it's kind of like a little more than YA, if you will. Oh, yeah, okay. it's like it's like yeah, it's growing with the reader. I feel uh-huh. like it's a little bit because oh, well, like obviously that. we're still in like the first moral instrument. So it was like, wait, what? Right? What? No, 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 no. But I was like, wait, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. I'm ready for it. I, I yeah. can. It can grow oh, okay. up. I've grown up. It can grow up. Yeah. Anyway, because while there, I think while there's still, I mean, there's obviously younger 
the kids these days. Yeah. Y- you know, younger kids <laughs> <laughs> reading them. But I, I think that those ones that are coming in come from the TV show. Okay. Because I, I think that was targeted to the original age group as the first books, right? So, like, but it was 10 years later when the TV show started. So I think you got a lot of younger kids watching the TV show and going, oh, this is a book series, and then coming to the books. Whereas the bulk of, like, the book readers from before have just, like, continued to read them, I mean, Mm -hmm. for the past 10 years, right? Yeah. 12, 13 years or whatever. So it was, like, when we were, when we had our, like, podcast planning meeting Mm -hmm. and your daughter's friend was over and I'm like, do you know about Shadowhunters? And I'm like, see, she's 16. She was born when they came out. Like, yep. <laughs> I was like, it, it spans the ages. Uh, I like that it's growing with the, with your age or our age. Yeah. I think that's great. With the reader, as you yeah. say, that's great. I think very I cool. mean, they're still, I mean, they're not like. No, they're not, they're not like Christian Christian write them. <laughs> right, right. They're not like my books. <laughs> Which my freaking sister-in-law was like, I think, I think that, you know, Sam or my niece can read my books now. And I'm like, mm, no, I'm like, eh. she's like, she's mature. She's almost 16. I'm like, no, <laughs> like they're like, I want more. her to continue to give me eye contact. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. And if she only uh, knew the inspiration behind some of right. those scenes. <laughs> One of them, which is a vodka tonic. The limes and the lemons. Oh and my the god! Lemons and the limes, as well as. Dude, I am so embarrassed by that book. I mean, like it sold like gangbusters, yeah. and people loved it. But I'm like going back into like where my writing has gone from there. I'm just like, oh my god, this horrifying. I'm it's sure so terrible. Every author has it done is, that. It is a dumpster fire. That's how I get listening back to some of our first podcast episodes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my god, you sound so nervous. Oh yeah, uh, we were all so nervous. Our hands were, su- at least mine were. My hands were sweating. Yeah, but that's pretty normal for me. Mom's but- spaghetti. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well and we had so many more edits oh yeah i bet because we like we every line i could not get out two lines put together like it was like (laughs) i had to stop in between every line (laughs) Uh, i still need to work on talking slower but anyway yeah but it's nothing like yeah I haven't gone back so and listened. So if you but. made it past the first couple episodes, we appreciate you. Yeah, right? if you're here and you didn't fast forward. <laughs> like, holy crap. You've been through it with us. Yep. Yeah. You're an OG. I love it. <laughs> O-G-S-H. Mm-hmm. Listener. D-D. Yeah, that's better. Mm-hmm. Got it. Love it. Mm-hmm. Write it down. My um, phone autocorrects down to Downwalder now. <laughs> nice. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I saw a meme the other day that I was going to put on our Facebook page and I was like, yeah, I should ask the girls. Now I don't remember what it is. Darn it. <laughs> anyway, it was a little risque, I think. So anyway. Oh my gosh. Because I'm about the Facebook. Sorry, I'm old. My dad doesn't have a Facebook or a Twitter or anything, obviously, because he's in his 60s. But he was bragging today. Yeah, we don't have that stuff. And then I'm, I hear overhear him talking about TikTok. <laughs> Dude, I saw a TikTok and I'm like, what? 
<laughs> my father-in-law is 63 years old and he spends so much time on TikTok. He yeah. doesn't make TikToks, but he just watches yes. them. Yes. And he'll he'll like get sucked in for like four hours. I'm like, bro. <laughs> and he's like, but she's funny. And I'm like, oh God. Yeah. Because he watches like, there's this chick that uh, does the lip syncing to comedy sketches or oh. like stand-up comedy or whatever. And he just thinks... It is the funniest thing he has ever seen. I'm like, Great. bro. <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah, my dad's 63 also. That's funny. <sighs> Robin doesn't know. Robin doesn't know. My dad no, has no, a Facebook. No, no, no. He uses it to comment on, like, news posts. <laughs> of course he does. My it's favorite. His fucking pictures are so dad. I, I love it. He's the Danny best. Pack. Okay, listen, guys. <clears throat> Speaking of social media. Oh, God, what? Oh, yeah, the whole thing I was going to talk about. Uh, the reason I started talking in the first place. We have gotten so many messages from you guys, and we just want to say we appreciate you. Love. It has been really awesome. Like, the other day, I was having, like, a particularly shitty day, and I saw the notification come through that we got a message, and so I read it, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm so happy. It, like, literally made my day, so... Thank you. Thank you. We encourage you to reach out and slide into our DMs because we and like it. Stu- and, and other stuff. Mm-hmm. I really wish that um, there were more platforms that people could leave reviews on. It's really yeah. frustrating that you can't leave a review on Spotify. Yeah, it is weird. It's yeah. weird. Or, or or like like it or whatever. I think you can follow. You can follow it, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. Weird. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thank you so much. You guys, like, literally brighten up our day. It's so nice. It's nice to hear that, like, somebody else enjoys doing, yeah. <laughs> like, listening to what we're we're putting out there. I'm just grateful I haven't gotten, um, you guys haven't gotten a message yet that's like, tell that Amanda to shut up. <laughs> Her laugh is so annoying. It's going to be Omar. Her <laughs> voice is so annoying. <laughs> Robin's husband hates my voice. <laughs> it was. It's a joke because we sound so similar. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, it was a joke, I promise. Right? Oh, my gosh. He just hates me. He's jealous of our love. (laughs) Yep. Clearly. My husband has reason to be in here with you guys on our anniversary, but that's okay. It was his idea. Wait, does that mean he doesn't love me? (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. We're celebrating tomorrow. He was being a good husband. He was sacrificing for you. (laughs) And he knew this would bring you joy. Yeah. Oh. All right. All right. Why do you... Why do you say... (laughs) What do you say we cut the chit-chat and kick things off with Robin's recap? Previously on Downworld or Dish. Claire and Luke take a sopping wet trip to Alicante, sightseeing along the way, and stopping at a Shadowhunter graveyard. Clary has another one of her visions while she's looking at her mother's faux grave. Once they reach the city's non-wall, wall, they hightail it to their destination, Clary fainting along the way. Luke, shopping big, kicks at the door and is reluctantly let in by Amatis. Meanwhile, Jason and Simon share an intimate moment. Simon lays down Simon laying down some ground rules. He may be a liar, but not without cost. They rejoin the house party, and Simon is awkwardly left out until Sebastian breaks the ice. Jason's alpha male loss prevention alarm starts to go off, <laughs> and he has to flex on Sebastian by unnecessarily asking him questions in Romanian. Alec arrives just in time to cut off the cheesemate train and informs everyone that he's taking Simon downtown, Podna. 
Simon agrees to go, and Jace makes Alec pinky swear to take care of Simon and make sure everything goes well. Oh, he loves him. He does. He does. He's He's like, drink my blood. (laughs) So Alec is taking Simon to the guard because he's the responsible one. And he's of age, so he can go to the guard while the clave is in session. So basically, he's head boy. He's a prefect. Yes. On their treks... (laughs) On their trek, Alec gives Simon and us a bit of insight on the Shadowhunter government. So the consul, not to be confused by... Wait, fuck. So the consul is basically somewhere between an elected leader and a judge. The consul counts the votes of the council. Because, yeah, that's not confusing. And interprets the law and acts as it... Uh, interprets the law and acts as an advisor to both counsel and inquisitor. That is confusing. I was having a very hard time explaining stuff in my part because maybe I had this confused. So thank you. The consul is a person. Yes. And the the council is a group. Is the collective governing body. Right. Okay. What, What I still don't know and I think I'll need to do some research about is if I don't know that the council, the council is not the same as the clave. So like everybody, the clave is everybody of age that can cast a vote. But I I think the council is a smaller number of like leaders among Uh the clave that then help. But I don't know. I'll have to double check. Actually, I'm just talking around my ass. I'm sorry. I'm making shit up. Seems correct. Okay. So the Inquisitor is in charge of investigations for the Clave, and my understanding is a cross between like a detective and a lawyer. So they're kind of they kind of like like they pro or a, a prosecutor, I would say. Yes. So like they investigate, and then they bring that case to the consul to, you know, and in, in front of the Clave to like. For trial it's weird I to guess? just have one person like i don't know maybe they're gonna learn their lessons after valentine's shit i don't know dude i one don't think there's enough people, people to have okay that's fair I, I i feel like there's still like just i feel like there's holes in uh-huh. this government system yeah. i feel like <laughs> there, there's room for improvement <laughs> So Simon makes an offhanded joke saying inquisitions haven't worked out well for my people in the past, which I laughed really hard because I'm like, I love his little snarky and how he'll put in like cultural references and stuff. Mm -hmm. And Alec absolutely has no idea what the fuck he's talking about, (laughs) which begs the question, how the hell do shadow hunters not know about the Holocaust? Like, like how? Isn't their job basically protecting mundanes? Right. Mundies. Right. So this, of course, doesn't necessarily mean that the Shadowhunters at the time, you know, our band of misfits like grandparents or whatever, wouldn't have known about, you know, World War II and everything. Like any Shadowhunter living in an institute or whatever around the world would have to be aware of a massive global war. Yeah. Like, (laughs) I feel like... They would have to. Do you think maybe Alex just too occupied, like with his thoughts, to give a crap about it at this no, moment? No, I think they they make a point over and over about them not under like not knowing anything about mundane history. I was really, I was like, no, they fight in World. War- no, that's not that's Harry Potter. Wrong, right. wrong universe. Right. <laughs> wrong Phantom here. 
So it, it does, however, imply that the gen that this information wasn't taught or passed down to their younger generations. Mm-hmm. Like, the, like, I feel like it's important. Yeah. It's like you said before, you know, they were just, they're so just focused on themselves. <laughs> they don't give a shit about right. anyone else. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I, I say all that to ask you this. Do you think Hitler was a demon? Yes. Because, I mean, I would read the hell out of a book about shadow, uh, like, two shadow hunters named like Gertie and Wallace who have to take down demon Hitler. Like that would be awesome. I don't see how there's any chance he wasn't. Okay. Right. Right. He's gotta be. I mean, and so like, I'm like, there probably should have been like a few, uh, Hodge was slipping. He, he, he missed a few lessons. Yeah. Like the pages got stuck together in the book. I don't know. Okay, so back to Alec and Simon's excellent road trip by foot. Most excellent adventure. (laughs) Right? Simon can't help himself and ask if Izzy and Sebastian are a thing. And Alec's response is priceless. He says, quote, Isabel and Sebastian? Hardly. Sebastian's a nice guy. Isabel only likes dating thoroughly inappropriate boys our parents will hate. Mundanes, downworlders, petty crooks. on behalf of Simon like that fucking stings dude it's true though I know but like he doesn't have to say it just be like she only you know she only liked you because you were dangerous yeah dangerous and completely inappropriate unappropriate 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 (laughs) even though it probably should be unappropriate but you know the English language sucks yeah so yeah thumbs down english language zero out of ten we need that like debbie downer music and then like it zooms no, in the, the one on um is it wheel of fortune when you get bankrupt <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes yes oh or is that on the price is right when you over yep, oh it is the price, the price is right, right. yeah okay yeah Oh, geez, Louise. I Don't just forget watched... to spay and neuter your pets, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I just watched an episode the other day, and obviously they're doing reruns, but this it was Big Money Week. This woman won $210,000. Not in prizes, just straight money, because they were yeah. giving away money. I like what? it. And she was wearing a, um, a veil, a bridal mm-hmm. veil. So obviously she's going to have a great wedding now. Good for her. No. Okay. Invest that money into a house. Don't okay. blow it on a know, wedding. But she's at least going to have a nice dress. I agree with you. My dress was $200. Say yes to the dress. My dress was like $49 on sale at Torrid. And I bought it for something else that wasn't wedding. (laughs) Your first one? No. my my, No. (laughs) (laughs) No, I just remember the drama behind this dress. To be fair, the first wedding dress I didn't even wear on my wedding because I was pregnant. And it didn't fit. Pergonante? Pergonante? (laughs) And then I was going to wear it. Because why not? And Omar was highly offended. Why? Because it's a wedding dress? Because she should have her own. Yeah. Yeah. Don't borrow Kristen's wedding dress. Just yeah. buy one. You cheap bitch. <laughs> right. Even though it had never been worn. It's like a $2,000 dress. Never been worn. Oh my God. That's terrible. I didn't pay for it. I know your mom did. Right. <laughs> Mine of Warbucks. <laughs> Were you able to sell it? No, I still have it. It's in the garage. Oh my gosh. Anyway, that was what. No, and she did it. gave me get, gave me give me her veil. Yes, 
That's nice. Something used. That was All like, right. that was a really pretty veil. I it really was. liked that one. Me yeah. too. I didn't wear a veil because mine was on the beach. Anyway. Sorry. Side so, My second wedding was in a drive-thru. Yeah. It's so crazy that that was a thing in the Sorry. Northwest, not in Vegas. Yeah. It was great. I was like, this is the easiest thing ever. <laughs> After meetings about your wedding, it's Dude, just the funniest thing. I, I love swear it. swear to God, a fucking goblin possessed me as soon as that ring was on my finger i was like we gotta spend all this money on a wedding i'm a pretty pretty princess like it was insane that's great and i was like i okay i'm telling the our our listeners because you guys were there and you know i got wine glasses made i still have it that like say like a wedding planning party or something like that like and we had like it was like a board meeting (laughs) like it was there was a a binder it was a lot and then I was like oh this is ridiculous why am I doing this like spreadsheets and shit yeah I totally got taken over and I'm like I'm gonna be a princess it was gonna be beautiful (laughs) it was gonna be great and then I was like why do I want to spend $15,000 on a fucking wedding? Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. True. True dad. Don't do it. Yeah. Unless you have to. Or want to. That's in what which I mean. Case, like in your it. soul. Yeah. You have to do it. So yeah. We. we no eloped. judgment zone here. And then we were supposed to go to Iceland, but that hasn't happened yet. And Jason reminded me that we were supposed to leave for Iceland on Friday. Out. And I was like, oh, I don't want to think about that. Uh, yeah, because we were gonna put we were gonna put it off to our two year anniversary uh, wedding anniversary because we went to Mexico for our one year wedding anniversary. Okay. And so, but Iceland has always been like that honeymoon, like that was gonna be the honeymoon. Um, and we had the money, and we were gonna buy tickets in January, and I just had a feeling in my gut and I was like "Mm, I don't want to buy tickets yet I'm like we need to wait I feel like something's gonna happen that is gonna mess things up and sure shit (laughs) the world ended (laughs) oh show we're all shells this is not real yeah the matrix has unplugged us oh shitters so getting back to our story yeah Alec blames Isabel's serial dating behavior on wanting attention, but Simon counters that maybe, just maybe, Isabel is trying to take the attention off of Alec because their parents don't know that he's gay. Record scratch. (laughs) (laughs) And Alec, like, literally just stops walking. (laughs) It was like someone unplugged him. He was like, whoa. So, totally thrown off guard, Alec goes on the defensive, wondering if Simon is trying to threaten him. Are you threatening me? Right. Because it sounds like you're threatening me. Yeah. So, like, that's Alec's default is to be like, are you threatening me? Like, anytime someone mentions his sexuality, which I totally understand. Yep. Yeah. Like, he lives in a culture where, like, it is just not talked about and not accepted. Well, especially back then, too. Not that it was that long ago, but still. It things still, have come yeah. a long mm-hmm. way, and there's oh, a long way to go. Yeah, but. definitely. But, yeah, it's just, I, I totally understand it, but I'm like, does Simon, of all people... I mean, I get it. You're going to have anxiety around that topic. But like Simon, okay, let's what's he going to do? Clear. 
Like, not be clear. That's not the word I'm looking for. Clear things up in my brain. Simon knows on his own with his own investigation discovery skills. Nobody's told him, correct? Yeah, I I don't. I, I don't well, because he was present for. Well, like, it, Isabel told Clary because Clary mm-hmm. said something to her about it. But I don't think. I don't think Simon and Clary's had a discussion yeah. that we're privy no. to. No. But I think Simon has seen Magnus and Alec interact. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's like the worst kept secret ever. Obviously, right? yeah. <laughs> As we find out. <laughs> because he's like, dude, everyone apparently knows. Yeah. <laughs> and Simon explains that he's been operating under the assumption that Alec hates him. And he was looking for some common ground. because he notices that Alec looks at Jace the way Simon looks at Clary. And I'm like, okay. So this Alec is in love with Jace thing has been brought up a few times. And honestly, I'm going to be brutal here. It feels really contrived because there's no evidence of it. The only evidence is other people talking about Mm -hmm. it. It's, it's only, we've only been told through dialogue between characters that Alec feels this way about Jace. We've never been shown it. So it feels like it's something that was just like tossed in there for like conflict's sake, even though it doesn't make sense for the characters. Yeah. I, I don't like it. It's like, oh, he's a dude and he's gay. Oh, he must be into him. Right. I just don't. Yeah, that's not. Right. And I would understand if like it was more of like a safety mechanism or whatever, but we would see it. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't have to be told it. Like, we would see in the way that he looks at him or whatever, like, something within the narrative. But we don't get that at all. So it just, it feels cheap to me. I'm just like, meh. Yep. I could do without. No, thanks. The whole thing. Um, yeah, not into it. So Simon implies that Alex shouldn't tell Jace how he feels since Simon believes that telling Clary how he felt royally screwed up their friendship and suggests that maybe if he found someone else, things would go back to normal between them. And like, he's talking about himself, like he's talking about Alec, but he's really talking about himself. Right. Because he doesn't know things aren't normal between them. Right. He doesn't know Mm -hmm. them well enough to know them anyway, but yeah. So while Alec is chewing on this, Simon does his best to offer some much needed dating advice to a hopelessly awkward Lightwood. And he says, quote, you know what I mean? For instance, I think Magnus Bain really likes you and he's pretty cool. He throws great parties anyway, even if I did get turned into a rat that time. <laughs> like, I want Simon to be my awkward hype man. Like, cause you know, like this not, you're, you're actually not helping here. No. Like you're, but he means well. Right. Yeah. He's trying. I need Brad Mondo in my life. Dude, All the time. For real. Dude. Love him. Hi, beautiful. And I'm like, oh my God, thank you. <laughs> me? <laughs> like he's definitely speaking directly to me. How did you know? <laughs> Via YouTube. Yeah. I'm totally rocking this mom bun. Thanks. I like it. Brad Mondo. So before they can delve deeper into Alex's dating life, they reach the guard. And the guard is surrounded by like high walls and a gate, but there aren't any guards at the guard. <laughs> and the walls don't do anything. Right. And Alex just walks. <laughs> Where everything's made up and the walls don't matter. <laughs> right? 
just walks through the gate with a vampire and there's no like protection or anyone there. There's literally the entire clave is inside this building having a meeting and there's like no one outside look and walk. Well, he obviously scanned the barcode scanner with Simon's passport. Right. Clearly. You think after, um, tell me more. I, I, all I can think of is the hundred things and that's not right. The calling, the clave, Valentine uprising. Mm -hmm. Okay, sorry. <laughs> You'd think after the uprising, they would have put some security measures in place. Yes. Or, you know, like a week ago when the most evil singular person that they've ever come up against, you know, raised a bunch of fucking demons and murdered a bunch of people on a ship. Like, it, it, you called everyone here for a reason. Mm-hmm. Like... Okay, yeah, you have demon towers, but Valentine is a shadow hunter. Mm-hmm. He hunts shadows. There are literal gaping holes in yes. your safety measures. And it is interesting to think that things might get changed, like Maya's age and things like mm-hmm. that. But this seems like too much information to go back and change once people catch it. Yeah. How did shit like this, we talked about it before, but how does this shit not get caught before it gets released, mm-hmm. published, whatever? I'm confused. Yeah. This well, I mean, TV I, they're vague enough to where, like, it could be explained away as, like, oh, we just didn't talk about it. But yeah, it's still one of those things that I'm just like, it doesn't make sense to an adult brain. So maybe, right, you know, mm-hmm. because it's it's made for a younger audience that might not be as picky. Yeah. Or I mean, they're doing not, it for, like, a podcast. Right? They're not like, picking it apart. On purpose. <laughs> We're all like just still their caught job. up. Yeah. <laughs> We're just caught up on Alec and Simon still. So right. it's cool. Anyway, yeah. It's it's I was it was a head scratcher, if you will. <laughs> so Alec leads Simon inside where they're where they meet where they're met with Consul Malachi, who from our brief introduction sounds like a dick. Yeah. <laughs> And he's got a terrible haircut. Like, he has a bowl cut. Okay, I missed <laughs> that. And, like, a large forehead and a real weird nose. Like, is is how it's described. I read it. I was like, damn. <laughs> you ugly. <laughs> right? <laughs> U-G-L-Y. You ain't got no alibi. You ugly. You, you, you ugly. Everyone is beautiful. Okay. Inside. <laughs> <laughs> fictional it's okay yeah um so simon moves to go with the leader of the sorry so simon moves to go with the leader of the children of the corn and alex stops them confirming with malachi that simon will be sent directly back home do not pass go do not collect 100 dollars <laughs> or 200 dollars. i don't know it is two i was like i haven't played monopoly in a long time oh jeez. But, like, you can't name someone Malachi and not automatically be associated with evil. It seems weird to, like, just hand him off to someone after Jace specifically was like, you make sure that he gets there. Like, here you go with a stranger. But it's also, like, handing 
like going to do something and then like handing your friend to the prime minister. Like you right. can't really argue with him. That's fair. <clears throat> Seems a little more secure though. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe because it's real. So Malachi confirms this and adds that Magnus will be on the other side to receive him, heavily implying that it was Magnus's fault that Jace was allowed to take Simon through the portal in the first place. Rude. <laughs> and Alec defends his parabata. Parabata. <laughs> will you like be my parabata? <laughs> Vote for Alec. Alec defends his parabatai, and Malachi throws some serious shade on the Lightwoods. And he's like, he's like, oh, yeah, the Clave chose to believe that that was the truth, but it was against my advisement. And I'm like, bitch, advise this, right? <laughs> that was a punch. Very good. Very intimidating. Bravo. Yeah. <laughs> If only they could see it. You can yeah. be in sound effects. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Right? And then when Simon pipes up in defense of the Lightwoods, he's quickly shut down by the consul who says, quote, you will speak when you are spoken to downworlder, not before. Uh, Aka bitch, excuse me? Yeah. No. Ew. Ew. <laughs> you have to read that. That's great. It just, it. It infuri- I hate it when people are condescending and like talk like people are below them and it's just kill him. Kill him with fire and d- dance upon the embers. Like I can't. I want him to die. Wear thick shoes, but do it. Do right? It. <laughs> I just, for me, like I have no sympathy when it comes to characters and I'm like, oh, you deserve to die. Goodbye. Yeah. You all the weakest link. Goodbye. Simon. <laughs> Kristen turns into a mob boss. (laughs) Whack him. You made too much pasta sauce. (laughs) My husband, I was like, oh, I'm really tired. And I was making dinner. I was making spaghetti and meatballs. My husband's like, well, if you're tired, just grab the prego from outside. And I'm like, it is outside this house for a reason. It is in the garage because you bought it without telling me when I sent you to Costco. That shit does not... Go in my house. Great. I add to no. it, but I use it sometimes. I like it. He's like, not I'll do to it. Have red yeah. sauce, so. Oh, yeah, because your husband doesn't like it. He likes white sauce, right? Just not pasta, really. Oh. Oh, God. Your life must be so sad, dude. <laughs> dude, I could not. My husband would die if I didn't make pasta. Yeah. Rice seven ways till Sunday, but no. Mine's over rice right now, yeah. I love, I love rice. All my, my husband could take it or leave it, but it's bland enough for his palate that he can That's handle it. Good. So at this point, Alec is starting to understand what Jace was talking about. Shit seems suspicious. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't trust these motherfuckers either. <laughs> and the new Inquisitor, Alder Tree, rushes up to the trio, attempting to smooth over the tension in the air. The pudgy man is all pleasantries, maybe a little too pleasant, as he rushes to assure everyone that all is going to plan. Nothing to hide here. And, dude, just inquisitor two times because he says everything <laughs> twice. Dude, I love, I don't remember who it is that narrates this book, but I love the way they did his voice. Same. Loved same. It. It's so funny. Yeah. It, I haven't listened to it. Oh, you'll very, have to. It's, yeah. It's very like, 
oh, come now, come now. Like, it's just, it's, yeah. he sounds like, I don't know, yeah. some, something round and squishy and sweet. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. <clears throat> anyway, so Inquisitor two times thanks Simon for his cooperation and ushers him away when, when Alec tries to protest, Alder Tree assures Alec that everything is fine and promptly dismisses him, whisking Simon away into the depths of the guard. I would be so scared if I were Alec. Right. But like, what can you do? Yeah. Like, you just wait until your mommy comes back. Right. I don't know. Whatever. I guess he doesn't have any reason to really be afraid. Yet. Just kidding. Okay. I don't know. I'd rather deal with... The console, because at least, like, his, you know where he stands. Right. He's being outwardly antagonistic, so you can fight with someone like that. But when someone's, like, pretending like there's not. Or just, like, he's, like, condensed milk. Really sweet, but really gross. Yeah. (laughs) You can just tell. Well, and he's just. (laughs) It's good. He's definitely your typical politician. Like, he just, like, doesn't answer the question and just, like, skips around. Like, he pivots. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. And so it's like, you meet him with, like, a a concern and he's like, oh, everything is fine. Oh, give him a witch light because, you know, it's scary out there or whatever. And, like, changes the subject, like, so fast and then he's gone with Simon Uh that it, it makes it, like, impossible to argue with him. Whereas Malachi is, like, antagonistic, so he wants to fight so there's like that back and forth yeah i don't know it's just it, the overly pleasant it reminds me of umbridge and i don't uh-huh. like it okay it really bothered it's that's the for <laughs> yeah for me that is the worst kind of villain is oh. the ones that are just like sociopathic really <laughs> you know uh-huh. they're like all pleasant and you know everything's said with a nice sweet tone but it's like creepy yeah mm, i don't Mm -hmm. like it Mm -hmm. okay well luke um carries clary we're back to luke and clary by the way (laughs) (laughs) luke carries clary into the kitchen while explaining to amatis about clary ingesting water from lake lynn and he lies her on the floor and starts looking through um amatis's herbs i'm assuming is what they are anyway um asking her to start boiling a mixture of them together so in and out of consciousness, Clary could hear Amatus grill Luke about um, what they were doing near um, at the Lake of Dreams, what she calls it. And um, we don't get to hear if Luke answers the question because I'm kind of curious about what he told her. Like, did he tell her she could do the portal? Right. I'm curious. So anyway, we do get to hear Amatus telling Luke that Clary keeps calling out for her brother. Of course she is. Be my brother lover. Yep. <laughs> what was it? I'll love no other. Better than you, better than you. <laughs> what is that, 98 Degrees or something? Well, she's singing Mother Lover, and you're singing... Oh, that's right. Yeah. That, but Mother Lover is based off of that song. You're like singing the, something not boy bandy. Um, It's like all for McBride. one something. McBride, yeah, Brian yeah. McKnight. <laughs> yes, that's what it was. <laughs> I knew it was a mix something. <laughs> one <laughs> yep that's what it is i don't know I why i had to do that what one is like if you played it i would remember but you gotta get your middle school dance on yeah <sighs> leave room for jesus <laughs> it's crazy 
Awesome. Okay. Anyway, so of course she's thinking about Jace and um, she starts asking Luke, Amatis does, if um, she should go get Jace because she knows he's staying at the Penhallows. Penhallows house. That is a long thing to say. And by the way, I have noticed, I'm sure you guys have too, but have you? <laughs> Every last name is two words. There's not just Smith. The Lightwoods, Herondales, like they're all two. Anyway. It's interesting. They're all compound names. Yeah, they're all just two names together. Anyway, so Luke declines and says it would be best if Jace doesn't know about this situation. Do you think it's just because he knows Jace would worry about her? Like, why? Why? I don't know. Interesting. I feel like more people involved in this is, you know... More people to keep a secret. Yeah, that's true. That he's there too. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so eventually this little drank is ready for Clary. <laughs> <laughs> and Luke gets her to sort of drink it. So it sounds like he takes a rag and like rings it into her mouth. <laughs> 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 Robin is super grossed out. Like, okay, I I'm going to sidebar very quickly. We were watching this show. And I have no idea what it's called. But I'll explain the premise of you very quickly. It's basically it's one person that thinks they could do like wilderness survival and they go off into alone maybe and there's people in their ear survivalist experts that like they're wearing basically a bluetooth device oh no i've never seen that one and they're telling them what to do and like if you can last 24 hours you get like this cash prize or whatever and so there was this one where the guy like stayed the night and then in the morning he didn't have anything to drink because there wasn't any clean water so the guy was telling him take off your sock and like rub it over like the grass you can collect the morning dew and then drink it nope and the guy tapped, he noped the fuck right out of there. Because <laughs> it's just disgusting. But why, like, why your socks? Use your shirt. Use your shirt. Yeah. Use, Use a bandana. Else. They said socks specifically because it was disgusting. And it, I know that's why they did it. But that's all I can think about when this scene is happening. It's 24 hours. You can just go without. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who needs water that badly for Is it that they hours? have to point. follow all the instructions? Is that part of the, I think so, the gimmick? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Oh, that's terrible. I'm like, cause like you can totally survive. Like one of them hours. was having them like kill a snake and eat it and <gasps> stuff. Yeah. Oh my oh, gosh! No, no. thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm no. I'm curious how much money it is though, cause I might drink sock water if it's a lot of money. Well, in this one, it's you can just totally do, tell. Just do, <clears throat> just do from like the ankle part of the sock. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, this one was like, okay, obviously we're anyway, but it was like go into the shack and look around, and there was like a rusty um, cast iron skillet in there so it's like it's obviously like a planned out route yeah. and stuff and they put yeah. stuff in there or whatever but because yeah. it's it. like a tv show uh-huh. but right. anyway the sock that's all i can think about gross when gross. it's disgusting i like that that was good well it's gross thanks but no thanks i'll just die <laughs> <laughs> anyway because i also think as of right now that i'm speaking there's no washing machine which means this rag was washed by hand there's either still soap or still butt on it because there's probably no toilet paper. I don't know. <laughs> they use family cloth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just tear your shirt. They have the days, guys. Oh, okay, oh, that's God. fair. Okay. Okay, so anyway, Clary works up the energy to actually stay alert and um, gets, she really gets a look at Amatis and Luke near each other. And after confirming that she isn't going to die, <laughs> she declares, like, it's just a statement that she makes that Luke and Amatis have the same eyes. And Luke's like, oh, yeah, that's my sissy, Amatis Herondale. <laughs> Dale. I said that weird. Anyway. So then we go back to Simon because we're all dying to know how he's going to die this time. <laughs> <laughs> 
so he is alone with the Inquisitor. And um, Simon starts kind of telling us about, I, I guess he's internally thinking it. I don't know. Anyway, we learn that apparently people have a scent that changes with their moods. So now that he's a vampire, he can smell it. And the Inquisitor smells of something very strong and bitter. Okay. Sorry. Quick sidebar. That is an excellent sense for a boyfriend to have yeah that's true right because like he can't say what's wrong and she says fine he'll be like no bitch you smell different (laughs) you smell like shit (laughs) you pissed you smell like i'm in shit (laughs) (laughs) oh that's great (laughs) so simon got that feeling you know up there in the jaw (laughs) meaning that his fangs wanted to be set free Okay, so Simon's holding in his feelings of his fangs, whatever. And um, he continues to follow the Inquisitor, and they come across, um, like, a large amphitheater. And it's full of shadow hunters discussing V-Tang and their next moves. So they're all kind of, like, it sounds like it's just a freaking full room of people who think they're right. And they're all yelling at each other their opinions. It's the wizard gamma. Yeah, the way terrible. I envision I it is. is, like, <laughs> the old Roman, like, not the Colosseum, but, like, where they had the Senate, where, like, it was, like, basically, like, a big bowl of, like, bleachers or Uh whatever, and then there's, like, kind of like a stadium, right? Okay. Or an amphitheater. Wow, Kristen. I was like, oh, yeah. (laughs) Fucking dumb. Yeah. Never, I'm, that's stupid. I'm sorry. I apologize for my stupidity. I said the, what is the wizen gamut? I don't know what that is. We don't know what he knows what that that is. Don't I saying it incorrectly? Were they, like, Harry Potter goes on trial there? Hey, who cares? Oh, I don't know. (laughs) You do your research. I'm going to move on, okay? Sorry. Um, So one of them says, and I quote, You know, Patrol found the dead body of a werewolf child on the outskirts of Brosseland? Drained of blood. It looks like Valentine completed the ritual here in Idris. What? He's there. He got through the the gate, you know, obviously. I thought he was banned. Maybe he was just banned because people recognized him. I don't know. Anyway. So, of course, um, Quizzy doesn't allow Simon to hang around there and listen to all the good cheese may, and he ushers him away to another room. Simon is too busy looking around um, at the, like, stuff on the walls, I guess, the decor, um, to notice that Quizzy has locked the door behind them. So, anyway, Quizzy is going to come up a lot in this section, and I apologize. This is insane. So, it's a lot of dialogue. Simon is like, cool beans, bro. Where's the portal? Gotta go. (laughs) And this guy is kind of like, whoa, 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 whoa. What's the rush? Can you just hang out here and answer some questions for me? This whole exchange is so uncomfortable. It is. Yeah. So, the Inquisitor asks Simon about, like, how long he's been a vampire, who turned him, and how does he not know who turned him? So, Simon felt okay talking to this guy because he's just, like, a harmless old dude with grandpa jokes. And (laughs) so, Simon goes on to tell Quizzy all about the Hotel du Mort, and he explains that he doesn't know who turned him because all of the vamps just sort of pounced on him. Um, So, this old dude is not having it, but stays in grandpa character, and he's like, oh, dear, oh, dear, that's not good at all. (laughs) Quizzy two times. Yep. Uh, so while Simon agrees that it's not good, he doesn't understand why it matters how he became a vampire. 
So Gramps explains that the clave will think that he just basically gave himself up and he wanted to be a vampire. While Simon is trying to defend himself, Gramps moves on. He's just like, whatever. Now I want to know how you survived. And since he didn't, um, since he trespassed into vampire territory, they normally would just feed on him and let him die and then burn his body to prevent him from rising. Whoa. It's crazy. It's getting real. Yeah. So Simon starts realizing that Gramps isn't his Gramps <laughs> and thinks that he should start being a little more hush-hush with all the details. And he tells um, the Inquisitor that he doesn't know why the vampires didn't burn him. And um, the Inquisitor asks Simon who his va- vampire sire is. Surely you must know that. And Simon's like, um, what now? I don't, I don't know what that is. <laughs> so the Inquisitor consents that Simon is lying and is pretty T.O.'d, but is still in Gramp mode. He's like, most unfortunate that you're lying to me, my boy. Someone's like, dude, listen, I'm not lying. I'm about to get out of here. Okay, like, just let me out. Let me go through this portal. I want to go home. And um, so then he, the Inquisitor. Real quick. So can we just, thank God it's Simon having this conversation. Because if this was Clary, she would give him all of the details. And not, like, pick up on what was happening yeah. and be like, maybe I should shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, he even told him too much to begin with, but obviously he learned pretty quickly. Right. Yeah. Like so, this is the equivalent of like Simon asking for a lawyer. <laughs> Whereas like Clary would just like confess and she'd be like, oh yeah. shit, I could have had a lawyer the whole time. You're like, yeah, bitch. <laughs> so the Inquisitor admits that um, he was never just going to allow Simon to leave. And then um, shadow hunters bust in the room and grab Simon. They put a hood over his head and Simon like kicks one of the guys. I think it might have been the console. I don't know. Anyway, he kicks one of them and he's basically like, that's not going to happen again, motherfucker. (laughs) But not really. (laughs) Anyway, I just really hope he kicked the Inquisitor in the nards. I don't think that he did. I think he kicked someone like in the shoulder because the person responded. I think that he had kicked anyway um so quizzy but i think i agree with you i wish he would have like given right. him a blow in my head it's head cannon yeah <laughs> <laughs> so then the inquisitor tells simon that he hopes a night in the cells of the guard will help him cooperate cooperate more in the morning and then he tells the shadow hunters to take him downstairs i don't know where that accent came from <laughs> but anyway dude yeah. alder tree is a dick he is worse than Malachi. Yeah, no, the, the other lady. Oh, Quizzy McGuire. Yes, <laughs> exactly. That's what I referred to her. I think. Yeah, Imogene. Yep. Anyway, okay, guys. So Simon is yelling and trying to fight for his right to party. Okay, <laughs> that's just the beastie voice. But Simon is fighting for his right to not be kidnapped and tortured, which many might argue is a more noble cause. <laughs> The shadow hunter guards drag him from the room and through twisty turning corridors. And man, these hunter peeps must be strong to be able to hold down and drag a vampire with superhuman strength down a flight of stairs. That's a very good point. Simon is relying on his other senses to figure out where he might be headed and what he has to go off of. I can only describe as aluminum windows. <laughs> like wet, kind of musty. I'm assuming it's an earthy smell. I don't know. <laughs> it just smells like mildew. I think we all know what happens next. He's thrown into a real dungeon, sans real dragons. He rips the hood off his face and paws for a breath that he doesn't really need. And I know that I say everything is my worst nightmare. But it's because I have anxiety and I'm literally afraid of everything. The thought of going through what Simon just did is like a top 10 on Robin's nope list. Kidnapping, 
check. Claustrophobia, check. Anything that has to do with the word moist, check. <laughs> this is great. Anyway, Simon's cell is the square is this square barren room with a small barred window with a hard cot. And he's able to see a small bathroom, which leads me to another point. <laughs> Do vampires poop? Someone please tell Do me. Do they poop blood? I feel like they aren't really eating in the same way that humans eat. Like the blood they're consuming mingles with the blood they've already had and gets absorbed into their system. I think it's like makes up all of their blood, even like when they spill it and get injured. So I don't think that they have functioning kidneys or intestines to filter waste. I don't know. Please answer this. So, so you're saying your your thesis is that they do not poop, nor do they pee. No, that they, they don't expend any right because their of body's waste. not wasting. Yeah, they're absorbing all of that blood. Well, okay. Sorry, I don't know. What a great feature is the only word I can think of of being a vampire to never have to like get up to pee Dude. like when you're. Really comfortable. Husbands be like pissed right now. (laughs) Can't spend 45 minutes in the bathroom. What? Dude. Bitch knows I'm a vampire. Oh. My husband. (laughs) Last night I like turned off the lights and went to bed. And he's like, you're already asleep. I'm like, you spend an hour taking a shit. You're not even taking a shit for that long. You are literally playing on your phone, sitting on the toilet, letting your legs fall asleep. Like, I don't have to leave the light on and wait for you. I'm tired. I'm going to bed. You need Goodbye. me to pick up some preparation age, bro, because you have hemorrhoids now. Right? Okay. <laughs> Fuck. This is what married life is like, you guys. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Anyway. I like it. Good question. So, but, okay, this will need to be munched. But, like, this kind of, I mean, they're different universes, but do they jizz? Oh. Because we, we know vampires can fuck, right? Right. Can they have babies? I Well, I don't, if you're in Twilight, they can. Right. <laughs> but I don't think so in this universe. I really don't think so. Okay. You? Yeah, I'm oh, sorry. Okay. I shouldn't be playing with it. Anyway, I don't know. Because you can hear I it. would say yes. I think there's just nothing filtering waste. I don't know. Okay. I want to know. I want okay. to know also. Yeah. Anyway, it oh. would, it, they are completely different functions. So yeah, I could understand that. Yeah. Anyway, okay. Okay, so Simon notices that all the bars and the brass doorknob, what? Are lined with rooms. Because <laughs> they're bougie. Hey. The Shadowhunters are so bougie. All you can imagine is like the Alice in Wonderland, like door knob. Anyway. With the guy yeah. space. Yes. Although deep down, he must know better. They're lined with runes. You didn't finish that part. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. What she said. The doorknobs are lined with runes, guys. Okay. Deep down, he must know better. But he has to try to see if he can actually just open the door handle. Yeah. I mean, you'd kind of be a fool not to. He actually he didn't actually see them lock it, so he goes over and tries the handle and is burned. And he sees a tiny star of David burned into the palm of his hand. Okay, I have a question. So he can't touch it with this skin. Could he wrap his shirt around his hand and touch it? Yeah. How many layers would this go through? Right. It's a good question. I don't. I don't know. They don't really say. <laughs> Anybody have an oven mitt? Right. Right. I don't know. Simon suddenly turns into Jack Skellington, and he's like, what's this? <laughs> and a voice actually replies back, 
holy crap, and tells him, quote, That is the seal of Solomon. It contains, they claim, one of the true names of God. It repels demons and your kind as well, being an article of your faith. Mm-hmm. Simon's like, uh, who said that? Who's there? Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. <laughs> <laughs> and the voice says that he's in the cell next to him. And all I can think about is the scene in Aladdin. Mm. The old man. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. Jafar. Yeah. Anyway. Apparently the guards were in there for half a day trying to decide the best way to keep Simon trapped. So his advice is to just go with the flow and figure out what the clave wants from him because he isn't going anywhere. Simon's like, yeah, well, maybe. But people are going to know I'm missing. I'm not mixed into the shadow world yet. I have friends in school and all sorts of stuff going on in my life. And the mysterious voice is like, <laughs> Nave, <laughs> do you really think the clave doesn't know what they're doing? There are spells that can make your friends and family not question where you are and give them the illusion that there's a perfectly good reason for your absence. Do you think you're the first downloader that they've done this to? Mm-hmm. Which, whoa, that kind of magic really solidifies Kristen's whole Ragnar fell shouldn't have to rely on red hair to know Clary is the spot of Jocelyn. <laughs> yes. They wheeled magic. <laughs> wheeled. Will Wheaton would wheel magic if he was a wizard. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't a good podcast in the, until we can make Robin choke. Okay. <laughs> so Simon calls out to the mysterious stranger asking who he is and if he's another downworlder. And apparently he's not. He's a ghost because it's exactly what he does. <laughs> the pain fades from Simon's hand, but the impression was left, looking like it had been drawn in ink. He leaves Simon on red. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he takes a closer look at the lines on the bars and realizes that they weren't all runes. Some were stars of David, and others were lines in Hebrew from the Torah. Simon realized what the stranger must have been talking about. They were trying to find ways to keep him in because he was Jewish, not because he was a vampire. Mm-hmm. And this last piece of his life being ripped away from Simon, like, breaks him. Sad. I, I also just think... Wait! What? Let's have a moment of silence. What? For Amanda being nice to Simon. <gasps> I know. It's sad. I was thinking today about being a vampire. It would be a bummer. That is all. <laughs> the end. <laughs> Bummer, bye. <laughs> I was driving and just shower thinking. Yep. I so I kind of had the opposite reaction of Simon in, in this. Like I totally understand that. That's super sad for him. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm kind of like, eh, motherfuckers had to do work, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like I almost stumped you, bitches. Yep. Hey. Okay, we're changing point of view to Alec, who's walking back from the guard, and it's getting late, and Jace is waiting for him outside, and Alec asks if Jace has been waiting for him after all this time, and Jace is like, always. Okay, JK, JK, that didn't happen. (laughs) Jace gets on his pissy pants, and is like, what makes you think I'm waiting for you, neener, neener, neener? Jeez Louise. And, and this is why he has not leveled up yet. <laughs> okay. And Alec pulls a play out of Amanda's book and doesn't even engage. He's just like, it went fine if that's what you're worried about. Which is like, I think you mean thank you. 
<laughs> this is completely what I thought of. Yep. I left him with the Inquisitor. And Jason's like, hold up. Wait a minute. You what? Left him? You dunce. You didn't even stay to make sure that everything went well? Oh, fucking seriously. And Alex's like, calm down, bro. The Inquisitor said he'd handle it personally. You know, we've had such great experiences with Inquisitors. Everything is as smooth as silk. And Jason's like, dude, Alec, don't be such a fucking Alec. <laughs> and Alec tells him, it's all good. The Inquisitor was actually really nice and polite to Simon. Besides, they don't get to control what happens. This is how the clave works, you know. We have to trust them because if you don't, it would just be anarchy. Jason's like, well... Maybe, but they've been making some pretty dumb mistakes lately. And Alec agrees, but says that Jace, um, if Jace thinks he knows better than the clave, then that means the, you, that he thinks he knows better than the law. And if he feels that way, then what makes you any better than Imogen or Valentine? <laughs> Alec, speechless. Stop. You are not helping. Your- Seriously. You are not helping yourself here. Like... You literally sound like everything that's wrong with the clave. Like, yeah. I can't. Alec has a toothpaste moment, right? You can't put the toothpaste back, back in the in tube. <laughs> and he tries to reel the words back, um, but they're interrupted by Isabel. Hands on her hip, asking what they are doing out there, because everyone is wondering where they are. And Jace cuts Alec off. We're out of wine. <laughs> <laughs> I need more wine. <laughs> She just turned into a 35-year-old divorcee. <laughs> Whoa, dude. I'm 34. You're not a, a divorcee. divorcee. You're fine. fine. I drink beer anyway, I'm bitch. the only divorcee here. You like to kill person slash wolves? Huh? What? What? I said you like to kill person slash wolves? No, vampires. With your cool delight. You're so Oh, yeah, 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 I do. <clears throat> okay. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Jace cuts Alec off and tells him that he better be right about the clave. And then he walks away like he should. Alec isn't being super great in the first few parts of this book. No wonder I said I would kill him off. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> but flaws make the character because it gives them somewhere to grow. That's why they're called character flaws. Just kidding. Huh. Uh. After Jace walks inside, Alec thinks about what Simon had told him earlier about him and Clary. And then he closes his eyes and thinks about Magnus. You know he's like, I bet he's shiny right now. (laughs) Delicious. Okay, could you imagine going on a date with Magnus and like, just like a date, right? And then you like make out at the door and then you can't get the glitter off for like three weeks. Yeah. (laughs) I bet that's what guys who date. Never mind. Yep. I mean, like who dated in the early 2000s yeah. all the like, roll on oh glitter oh my gosh seriously I still have some shimmer stuff in my drawer <laughs> yep. there's like 30 sticks in my drawer I just like anyone that, that Magnus has been with for any like like you're just you have a boyfriend you're just gonna you're I'm gonna be completely covered in glitter at all yep. times I bet he has that glitter now. hair gel oh yeah mm-hmm. So it's like on your hands. You're like running your hands. You're I like, had stuff oh. that smelled like blueberry. Of course. That's great. You guys, then, like the true emo boy he is, he reaches into his satchel, not bag, not backpack, not even fanny pack, satchel, and pulls a pen and a page from his diary that apparently he carries around to the guard in case he needs to slip off his driving walking gloves to write something profound, pulls out a piece of paper and scribbles a note. I love him. Then he turns I love out him. 
Sorry. <clears throat> he then takes out his stele and draws the fire rune on the bottom, and the page went up in flames. This must be how you send a fire message. Uh-huh. I wonder why Jace didn't do this instead of the whole police-style message in a bottle bit. Yep. Maybe fire messages don't work in different realms. Anyway, we don't get to see what it says because in scene. Damn. Damn. I yep. love Alec. Oh, crazy. Dude. Yep. Yeah. We're we're building up. We're setting, you know, we were setting up and we're building up and yeah. Yep. I like it. Now, what the fuck's going to happen to Simon? What's next? Do, 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 do. Anyway. Make sure that you read chapter five, City of Glass. Nope. Let's say that. You wrote it. I don't know. <laughs> it's got to just be a problem yeah. for memory. <laughs> Make sure you've read chapter five, a problem of memory for next week's episode. For behind the scenes content and the latest updates, check us out on Instagram at Downworlder Dish Podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.